as we mentioned after week one, week two is certainly an intriguing week in that <clears throat> starting off the season is important, but it's not um, critical um, if you win your first two games. It doesn't guarantee you anything. Certainly, it's a long season. But getting off to a bad start can certainly put you in a hole that is very difficult to come out of, even if you figure some things out. So I thought I'd spend a little time talking about some of the biggest surprises, some positive, some negative, uh, in the NFL through first two weeks of the season. Um, it's just too small of a sample size to make a lot of judgments, but it's what we're asked to do. So we're going to tell you what the film says, maybe of the biggest surprises to this point, that things that I didn't really necessarily see going into the season, but things happen. Uh, that is the topic of today's Landry Football Podcast on the Landry Football Podcast Network, which you can get by subscribing, liking, and sharing the Landry Football Podcast Network. Um, Apple, Spotify, just very simple. Subscribe to the Landry Football Podcast Network. Tell your friends, tell your family, uh, spread the word. That way you don't miss any of our football content. If you love football, if you like football, you're going to love LandryFootball.com. You get detailed film room analysis, uh, college, NFL, uh, players, teams, coaches, schemes on the college or NFL level. We got you covered at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of the football season sale. You can try it out for a month. You can try it out for six months. But the football season sale is a 12-month package. That's the best deal that we've got going. To give you an idea, and people tell you, well, they don't want to tell us what the price is. Well, we'll tell you what the price is. It's very simple. It's $9.99 a month if you try it out for a month. It's cheaper than that if you try it for six months. It's cheaper than that still if you take it for 12 months. So for less than $10 a month, you get access to your own coaching and scouting department. Insights into the college game, the NFL game, that you can't get anywhere else. We bring over 40 years of experience playing, coaching, scouting, front office in the NFL and college football. It's not anything in the college or NFL game, the high school game that we have not done. So check it out, LandryFootball.com. Uh, if, if it involves players, teams, coaches, schemes, we got you covered at LandryFootball.com. So as I mentioned, two weeks into the NFL season, it's not enough of a sample size to make blanket judgments on teams or player players. However, there's some surprises that have emerged. There are three playoff teams from last year that are off the slow starts. The Bengals are the biggest underachiever because they were, you know, considered to be AFC champion contenders. And I think that they rightfully so were. But they're usually explosive offenses having trouble because Joe Burrows dealt with the calf injury early in camp. He's re-aggravated and they don't look the same. They don't look as explosive. And without that, they're nothing. They have no chance. The issue is not that it's too late in the season. It's not that they can't overcome 0-2. It's even if they were 2-0 and and they had the same problems with Joe Burrow, it, it would be very difficult for them to see them going forward uh, having the type of su sustained success. And the concern would be that the injury to Joe Burrow is the type of injury that's likely to be lingering. The Vikings coming off a 13-win season with a record 11 one-score wins. The magic is just not there for the Vikings. They've lost two games by a total of nine points. You could almost see this coming, right? It's a lot like 
what the Giants went through last year and more on them later. They seem to be a little charmed and they did things great, and that's fine. That's not sustainable. They rank last in turnover ratio, minus six, and rushing yards, minuscule 34.5 per game. The defense just gave up 259 rushing yards to the Eagles. Justin Jefferson continues to play well. Kirk Cousins ranks really good as a passer. They uh, they just signed a quality guard in Dalton Risner. They should help shore up the offensive line. Struggling second-year guard in Ed Ingram um, has missed two injured starters with Darashaw and Bradbury. That hurt in their run and pass protection. Um, the absence of uh, edge rusher and free agent signing Marcus Davenport has hurt a suspect defense. They've got some problems, and they are heading nowhere fast this year. The Chargers. Staley's uh, 18 losses in his two-plus seasons at Chicago's include 13 by one score. Uh, that is He's wearing that like a weight around his neck, and he's getting frustrated by it. But it's reality. After two losses by a total of five points, he's getting testy with close loss, close, close loss conversations. That includes the 27 nothing deficit they gave up against Jacksonville. I think it's the beginning of the end. In fact, I think he would already been out of uh, the Chargers organization, if it wasn't the Chargers, if it wasn't the Spanos family, uh, cheap as they are and as um, tight with money as they tend to be and need to be. They're not a very rich franchise at all. Um, they are struggling with it, and they're wasting some good years of Justin Herbert, who's playing well enough. Uh, three touchdowns, no interceptions, 533 passing yards. Austin Eckler hadn't been healthy. The pass defense has been gashed for a league-high 712 passing yards, including 466 by Tua and the Dolphins. Um, you know, the Vikings or Chargers will get – somebody's going to get their first win Sunday in, in Minneapolis. The Bengals has got the Rams Monday night, could be looking at 0-3. Speaking of the Rams, they're getting sparked – by their rookie wide receiver. Um, uh, Sean McVay's probably doing the best. In in terms of the best coaching job thus far this year, in two weeks, it, it probably is Sean McVay because he's, he's a team that's in a rebuilding mode and he's getting the most out of them. They had a convincing beat down of Seattle, outscored them 23-0 in the second half. Um they played the 49ers tough on the 30-23 to 23 loss, a much more talented Niners team. The game was tied 17 at the half. Matthew Stafford has been pretty effective. And remember, they're without Cooper Cup. Um, but Puka Nakia is the, the unheralded uh, fifth-round pick that uh, Sean and his coaching staff found. Um, three of the league's top four reception leaders are the usual suspects, Jefferson, Stefan Diggs, Tyreek Hill. Nakua is the fourth player on the list. Um, coming out of BYU, very, very productive player. How about some quarterbacks that are emerging, re-emerging? Um, Baker Mayfield, Sam Howe, Desmond Ritter, all 2-0. While quarterbacks with Pro Bowls on their resume, Burrow, Cousins, Herbert, Russell Wilson are 0-2. Mayfield, Howe, and Ritter are improving years before their teams are have to determine whether they're going to commit to him long-term. Let's not overreact, okay? But this is two weeks. That's all we can do is evaluate two weeks. And those guys have played well. Howe and Ritter have each thrown only one interception. Mayfield is none. 
You know Mayfield's story. First overall pick by Cleveland in 18. He's on a fourth team. He's replacing Tom Brady, which doesn't help. He's doing good through two weeks. Let's see if it continues. Ritter and Howe are second-year players. Ritter was Atlanta's third-round pick. Howe came in as the fifth-rounder. They're both are benefiting from improved supporting cast on offense and top 10 defenses. Mayfield works with veterans Mike Evans and Chris Godwin uh, with a good defense. Ritter is aided by a running game that's led by B. John Robinson, a good offensive line. Howe was coached by Ron Rivera, who really does a good job um, with building players' confidence. So week three offers big tests for these quarterbacks. Atlanta travels to Detroit. Washington hosts Buffalo, and Tampa has a Monday night meeting against Philadelphia. So I wanted to get that in because it's very likely that all three of those teams are going to lose this coming week. How about the NFC South? We just talked a little bit about Mayfield and the Bucks, Ritter and the Falcons. The Bucks won the NFC South in 22 with an 8-9 record and were trounced by the Cowboys in the wild card round after in Brady's final game. Nobody expected three teams from this much maligned division to be 2-0. It's just 2-0, though. It's, but it's the impression that I get from the Bucks, Falcons, and the Saints look pretty good. Um, and I think all coaches are, you know, somewhat on the hot seat. Bowles certainly is. Allen certainly is. And I, I don't know that Arthur Smith is yet, but I think it's he's close to it. They're doing it with excellent defensive play, all three. New quarterbacks, Ritter started the last four games of the Falcons in 22. Mayfield and Derek Carr are newcomers to the Bucs and the Saints. Atlanta and Tampa face big prove-it games, while New Orleans also faces a road test at Green Bay. If all three win, we can say that it's a, you know, a, at least through the first quarter of the season, the worst those teams could be is the three and one. That's a pretty good start for the NFC South. But two weeks, that's how I see it. We'll see going forward. Um, New York. Um, last year it was the Jets playing good defense, the Giants that were charmed making it to the playoffs. Lots of expectations this year, right? Giants are going to take that leap. We talked about it. They played a little bit charmed last year. Unlikely to continue. It's not the Jets. Oh, the Jets. And they ended the season with big expectations. Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles in the open. It's been an awful situation. Zach Wilson uh, is not playing well. The defense is highly titled. They didn't show up. And, and um, you know, they did a good job week one against Buffalo. But, boy, they struggled against Dallas. And uh, turnovers, mistakes killed them. Jets are one and one. It's hard to see them contending for a playoff spot with Wilson at the helm. They host the Patriots on Sunday. Then they, with the uh, Sunday, with the Chiefs and the Eagles coming up, the Jets are headed for a free fall unless they can figure some things out very quickly offensively. And the defense is going to have to step up. The running game is going to have to take over on the offense. How about the Giants coming off a playoff season, then being outscored 60 to nothing through six quarters, including a 40 nothing loss to the Cowboys. Then they exploded for 31 points in the second half to beat the Cardinals. That would have been a devastating loss. I don't know that I could have painted a picture worse for an organization after two weeks than I could have with the Giants had they blown a game to the Cardinals after getting destroyed by Dallas and being inept against maybe, the I think, the worst roster in the league in the Cardinals. Um, 
It's the Giants' biggest comeback since 1949. What does it mean? Does it spur on some confidence? Uh, Jones rebounded. Um, they got San Francisco. Then they've got Seattle, Miami, and Buffalo are up next. Barkley's dealing with a sprained ankle. That game only kind of put salve on the wound in week two. I get the feeling that this Giants team is going to really get hammered in the next few weeks, and they're going to quickly play themselves out of any sort of playoff contention, much like the Jets. So I think it's going to be a bad year in New York. Um, Jordan Love. Had an impressive opening, winning in Chicago, 12-point lead entering the fourth quarter in Atlanta. Threw six touchdowns with no interceptions in two games. Um, then they didn't pick up a first down on three fourth-quarter drives. Um, he threw six consecutive incompletions to end the game as the Falcons rallied for a 25-24 victory. So Jordan hasn't played poorly by any stretch. In fact, he's played well and protected the ball. But you've got to be able to finish games. You've got to pick up first downs when you got a lead late. You can't go 0 for 6 when, when you're trying to protect the lead and stay on the field. His overall efficiency is impressive for a first-year starter. So I think there's a lot to build upon. I don't think you can kill him for the one game and the incompletions and the loss to Atlanta. But that's something that you got to point out that needs to be improved upon and corrected. Uh, but I think that um, Love and the offense were hindered by having to face the Falcons without Aaron Jones and Christian Watson and David Bakhtiari. Uh, and then Elton Jenkins went down with an injured knee in the second quarter. So they're going to try to bounce back. They've got the Saints defense this week. This is going to be quite the challenge. Um, but I would say Love off the pretty good start, all things considered. And I would say that the next, the, the last thing I'll bring up here, and there are more things that are going on around the league that, that are uh, surprises, but Dallas. I know they had a good defense. They were ranked 12th last year, but they're number one. And it's not even close who the best defense in the league is right now through two weeks. They shut out the Giants, two interceptions, seven sacks. They just dominated Zach Wilson and the Jets. So I, I get it. It's the two New York teams. Maybe they're not. We'll see if this is sustainable. It's two weeks. That's what we're evaluating, two weeks. They only allowed 193 yards per game thus far. Dak Prescott and the offense are playing fine, no turnovers. But it's the defense that is the reason for the 2-0 start. Michael Parsons, uh, he and T.J. White are having the best starts to the season, MVP-wise. But Parsons has three sacks already. He's led a defense that could um, handle Arizona and New England the next two weeks before a bigger challenge looms on that Sunday night week five game at San Francisco. Uh, two highly anticipated tests for the Cowboys defense will be later at weeks 10 and 15 against division rival Philadelphia. If this defense can lead away uh, to a series sweep of the Eagles, that could be the thing that flips the tide towards the Cowboys. Can the Cowboys continue it? Can Mike McCarthy continue to keep the offense in good stead. Look, you keep the offense on track. You're able to run the football. You're able to get the ball out of the hands of Dak quickly. You don't turn it over. The defense is going to win enough games for you here as they are really impressive. So those are some, I don't know, early season surprises. Some that are not complete surprises like Dallas's defense being good. But Dallas's defense being by far the best in the league week two, I think 
you know, that's that uh, and how they've done it and to the degree that they've dominated. It's been a little bit surprising to me. Hey, you want further details like this on the College of Pro Game, the breakdowns, players, teams, coaches, schemes, college and NFL level. LandryFootball.com is where you want to go. It's where you need to be. Take advantage of the football season sale that we've got going. Um, you get, like football, you're going to love LandryFootball.com. Players, teams, coaches, schemes on the college or NFL level, that's what we got for you at LandryFootball.com. Try it out for a month if you want. Uh, see how you like it. Uh, try it out for six months, the uh, rest of the football season. Or do the take the best deal. Take the plunge and get the 12-month package, which, again, it's cheaper than the uh, rate of what you get um, per month basis by trying out for a month or six months. The 12-month package um, is 50% off. So you're, you can't go wrong with that. And not only you get the season, but you get all free agency, the draft, transfer portal, recruiting, college, NFL. We got it covered for you. Subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network so that you don't miss any of our football content. Uh, we'll be here on the weekend, Friday and Saturday, breaking down the college games on Friday and the NFL games on Saturday for your Sunday action. So appreciate you joining us. Have a great one. Talk to you next time, everyone.